to podcast with KK Beidou of Teens Allowed Foundation. In this podcast, Pastor KK shares his thoughts on various topics from God's perspective. Today's episode is titled, True or Fake Change? Be blessed as you listen. Hey, welcome again to podcast with KK Beidou with me, Doga. Edema of course, Pastor Kiki. Um, a wonderful birthday to everyone who celebrated their birthday in the month of June. We do not take birthdays lightly here at all, and because of that, we think everyone is special and must be celebrated. Happy birthday once again. Alright, today we have a question from Ruth. Ruth is from Kenya. She writes to us, Pastor Kiki. She says, Hello, I trust you are well. I have a few questions to ask. The first one is, is the human heart desperately wicked? Why are we enchanted by stories of transformation and all? Like being born again, following the rules, laws, polishing characters and manners. Is transformation a bit too much to ask, Pastor Kiki? Oh, wow, that's, that's, I, I, I like such deep in, in <laughs> questions, yeah. Ruth, thank you very much. Now, let me just start by saying that, um, She's right. Um, Jeremiah 17:9 clearly says uh, that the, the heart is what desperately wicked, the human heart, very desperately wicked. Who can know it? The Bible says. So, and anyone listening to me can easily Google um, the, the Minnesota Crime Commission report. And the Crime Commission report talks about how important it is that we understand that as babies the babies are born the research came out to say that the babies are born you know you know as savages that without anyone training them what is going to happen is that they're going to going to turn up more like arm robbers and you know and you can see it i mean if you see one of the many why are many countries fighting to eliminate street children because if leaving the average street, young young person on the street is leaving them to <laughs> leaving them yeah 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 i'm not saying that when children are brought up in good families they don't they can't be delinquent but i mean the statistics you know uh say it say it all you know so it is the issue of um the human heart and that's why I, I it's so funny when i hear some of these uh, atheists and things coming up saying well the human is good the human being is good and I, I give them an example that when you well it depends on everybody's experience in the country in which they are though but in ghana when you, when you i mean your phone <laughs> your phone he you left your phone in a car in and it hasn't come back <laughs> the phone has not come back and for me, your story is interesting because yours happened at a time where a taxi driver had returned 8,000 cities. And now, and even the, your taxi driver did not return your simple phone, you see. So it's, that's the human heart for you. So she's right in that regard. But to take it in a lesson, she has a question that, now if the human heart then is desperately wicked like that, then is it, is it true that when people can truly change? I think that's what the question is all about. When someone says, hey, I've given my life to Christ. And I will not be very, I'm not surprised Ruth is asking us this question because you see, sometimes you, as you get closer and closer to people who even claim they, they have accepted Jesus as their Lord and personal, it's a far cry. 
It's a far cry. You know, on stage, it all looks so flamboyant and beautiful. But as you get into the closer indoors, indoors with them, you start seeing that, no, these people, they are not as who they claim, you know. And so sometimes it leaves much more to be desired and, desired and makes you feel that, oh, okay, maybe this whole thing is fake and it's just a thin veneer on the on the surface and it looks like it's something when it's actually rotten inside but i can tell you that um scripture is still on our side what do i mean mark chapter 7 matthew 7 14 13 14 talks about the fact that uh it talks about the broadway which everyone many people are on it and it says that you know the narrow is the gate that leads to life but only a few find it Jesus said himself that many are called, but only few are chosen. So there is, you know, the, the, the theory of the few that it's not Christianity by its nature. It's not something that has the numbers. There will be what I call, I mean, if you read 2 Timothy 2.22, Paul tells Timothy that he should work with those who for you should pursue God with what those who call on the name of the Lord out of a pure heart. So from that verse alone, we are simply acknowledging that there are people who are calling on the name of the Lord, but not out of uh, not out of a pure heart. You know, so it's a very important thing to note that. Um, you, and you know, I like how someone comes to Jesus and is asking Jesus about, you know, one of his disciples comes to Jesus and asking about, oh, uh, you know, wanting to. You know, some people are using God's name in vain and all of that. And Jesus says, no, let, you know, the wheat and the tares, all, they all grow. The only time you can tell the difference, at the, at the beginning, they all look very, very much alike. If you go and cut all of them at that young stage, you can end up destroying their proper wheat. So he says, well, let them all grow. When it's time for the harvest, we will be able to tell the difference. So, but let me just, let me just at this point also encourage you, Ruth, that, I will not say things, I will not even talk, I will not go far. I will talk about myself. I will not be doing what I'm doing if I did not believe in the power of transformation. I have, by the grace of God, you know, come very far. And I, I, when I accepted Christ Jesus as my Lord and personal Savior, and... I mean, at the beginning, I was just taking it on the surface level. And as I got deeper and through understanding, I have seen God himself transform my heart and move me from a place. I mean, many, every time I'm seeing growth, it's a, of course, it's a continuous process, looking more and more like Jesus, people testifying of it and all of that. So I can tell you that what... I mean, I sh- for example, I shouldn't have been a person that in a few days' time I'll be 14 years married to my wife that I have not cheated on my wife. You know, uh, why should it be someone with such a terrible past as, as mine? It shouldn't be. No. How would that happen? Why should it be that I don't have a desire to watch porn? Eh, there's something called transformation of hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit. How is it that, you know, I'm married to my wife and I don't choose, you know, that I'm even a patient person with my wife? It's not possible. <laughs> That's not who I am. I mean, the last time, you know, uh, it happened, we went for missions to Navrongo and we were returning and there was this heavily abusive driver 
and as you know the guy just kept abusing me insulting me insulting my mother who is dead <laughs> and people were watching me little did i know that people were watching you know everybody and the bus was full we had gone for international like, local missions to navrongo which is in the northern part of ghana and everyone was watching me in fact people were just waiting for me to say yes for me to beat the guy <laughs> but as they saw that you know and i you know i was not even conscious of who i uh, what i was doing I, I was just you know all I wanted to do was to settle because the car, the bus he was driving had developed a serious for almost caught fire and all of those things. So I was worried about getting people to go home in other buses and he just followed me, abusing me left and right, you know. But everyone says, hey, this guy is insulting Pastor Cake and he didn't say anything. In fact, that is when I remember Rose was the one who first brought it to my attention. I was like, oh, wow. Wow, me, but I didn't respond. <laughs> I was shocked my own, uh, you know, at my own self, you see. So, that's how it is. That when the Holy Spirit, there's, there's something called transformation. And it's very clearly written in 2, Timothy, 2 Corinthians 3.18. Where we read that word, and especially, I like the King James Version that talks about that. As we behold, as in the mirror, hmm, the glory of God. Let me read it clearly so that we can see. But we all with open, open face, beholding us in a glass, the glory of God. What is happening to us? It says we are changed into the same image from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. As the Holy Spirit himself, we allow him by focusing on or fixing our eyes on Jesus. He is the one that does the transformation. And the Bible says that the transformation is from one level of... Every day we are becoming more and more glorious. We are changing to his image. Colossians 3, 9 and 10 talks about that. We should stop lying to ourselves because we are being transformed into the image of Christ himself. And as we focus and fix our eyes on him, like Hebrews 12, 1 and 2 says, we are transformed. He alters our faith and brings us to the finishing line. And that's the beautiful thing that always happens. If only if we are willing to understand it this way because he is the one that is working on us and if we are willing he will take us to new levels that we have never imagined and we, we will end up becoming the blessed ones because at the end of the day we can see very clearly that oh this is where we used to be and this is where we are now and I talk about that difference. You should always, that subtraction should always give you a positive figure. <laughs> that the before and after pictures. Yeah? We see them with fat, fat uh, weight loss on, uh, on the internet all the time. The before and after pictures. Sometimes uh, you wonder, hey, is this the same person? <laughs> yeah. But that's how it should be with us. That we should be that then what we are now and how we used to be. Yes, it doesn't mean we are the destination yet. There will be some things. And until Christ comes, we are still changing. But the changes can be vivid. People attest to it that, no, this guy, we see something in, in him. Now, let me end it by saying that in case she is also seeing other people, the hypocrites, she should not be deterred. Jesus himself said that, let's allow them to what? To, to grow. If we don't take time, we will fall for the trap of Elijah. Elijah. Elijah did a miracle. Yes, it was a big miracle. Jezebel uh, haunted him and he ran and come away wanted to was suicidal all of a sudden. And you know that and I call that the deception of the 
of 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 you being the only one uh first corinthians chapter 10 verse 12 and 13 tells us that what no temptation has seized you except what is common to man and eh? one of the things the devil likes to deceive us with is to make us feel that the temptation we are having we are the only ones that are having them but it's not true each time he does that to us he does that to us to make us feel that what that's who we are we are the only ones therefore we are some special people that god the god has put his eyes on us and is tempting us in a very unique way that nobody has ever suffered it before but it's not true he says no temptation has seized yourself what is what come on to man so there is it's if we see hypocrisy at work let's not be discouraged rather it i i say it's a call to prayer it's a call to prayer and asking God, Galatians 6, 1, 2, uh, talks about if, if anyone is caught in a sin, we who are spiritual, what should we do? We should restore that person. But what should we do? Watching unto ourselves that what? We do not also, are not tempted. Because each time you feel that you are the one who is higher, you are in a place of pride. And that pride, place of pride increases your chances of falling for that same temptation. Because you think you are higher. And we know that confidence in the flesh is one of the precursors to, to, to tem- uh, falling for temptation. So, don't be discouraged. Don't be discouraged. Because the transformation we are talking about is of God. And it's of individual. And that's why Jesus tells us that what, before we judge people, we should look at the, remove the, the, the plank in our own eye. It's a, you see, it's an individual thing. It's an individual thing. If you go and allow the oh, people are hypocrites, so then it means maybe it's not true. Listen, walk with God and allow God to come into your peculiar life. And as you allow him, you will see. Like me, nobody can take this testimony from me because I have experienced God and I have worked with him. And so it's not like, is it true? No, it's not that is it true. I'm not asking. I know. <laughs> I'm coming from a place of knowledge and that's very different and if we walk in that and we allow God by the power of his Holy Spirit who indwells us we fellowship with him and we allow him to transform us from within we will get to new levels and nobody can tell us that whether the heart is wicked yes the heart is wicked but the heart what God does when we accept him, uh, Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior, is a surgical procedure of severing our own heart and replacing it with his own. So our heart, the heart that beats, because you know from Galatians 2.20, that what, it's a, I no longer live. It says what, um, I, I'm crucified with Christ. I no longer live. The life I live, I live by faith. So we, we are dead. The heart that is beating in our hearts now is the heart of Christ. And we can pay attention to that nature of us. That nature will grow and will be, that transformation will be real. And we can see it with our very eyes that no, we were this and now we are this. Because it is God's work. And he has brought us to this wonderful place by his own grace. Amen. That's amazing, Pastor Kiki. Here's a short recap. Research has proven that people are naturally bad. However, God's word assures us that transformation is possible, as written in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. When we focus on Jesus, we really can change and become more like him. If we are willing, we will be surprised at the transformation that will happen. If people are being hypocritical, let them 
And don't be discouraged. Focus on you. Allow God to come into your own life and eventually you'll be the change you want to see. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I believe you know five people who need to hear this and many more of the podcasts on this channel. Why don't you send it to them and join the global evangelistic move as given to us by Jesus Christ himself. If you have questions of your own or questions from your friends, send us a message on WhatsApp or Telegram right now on 050-169-8834. We'll be glad to hear from you generally on the same number. If you have any encouragement or constructive criticism for how we are serving you at the moment, prayerfully consider donating to our Vodafone Cash account on 050-169-8834 Always remember John chapter 17 verse 17 that you're sanctified by the truth. So never stop listening to this podcast. God bless you.